0: Welcome back to Shnai Mikra, the podcast series on Parsha HaShavua, sponsored by the Orthodox Union. This is Menachem Niptag, and in today's show we study Sheni, the second and very long d'lia, the Parsha HaMidbar, which details the census that was taken on the first of year in the second year. Haft, in Parak Aleph, Ben bnei Ruvain b'chor Yisrael, the children of Ruvain, the firstborn of Israel, told Otam the Mishpachotam the Beit Avotam when they counted. All the families, according to their households, as we mentioned in Yester's Aliyah, everyone was counted based on the original census that was taken before the Mishkan was built, according to their names and numbers, Benesim Shanavamala, every male from age twenty and up, yotzei Sava, anyone of age to go out to fight in battle, the the total numbers from the tribe of Ruvain, Shishah Elef the. Forty-six thousand and five hundred. If we do a little statistics here, if we know the total number is going to be some six hundred thousand, and there's twelve tribes, on the average every tribe should be about fifty thousand. So here we see forty-six thousand for the tribe of Ruvain. We're right on the mark. Shimon from the tribe of Shimon. We're simply going to read the Hebrew now until we get to the total number. Total Tam Mishpachotam Avotam Mispar Shemot Kol Shana Vamala Kol Yotzei the the total number and counting of the tribe of Shimon, fifty nine thousand and three hundred, once again very close to the average that we would expect of fifty thousand. now we get to the tribe of God, the the total number of the tribe of God. 45,600, again, within the range of the average. Here, though, we have something interesting. I understand why I begin with Ruven and Shimon, because they were the two oldest sons of Leah, and that's the order that the leaders of the tribes were appointed in the first Leah. But now, for a very strange reason, we enter the tribe of God. Why does God, one of the children of Zilpah, the maidservant of Leah, why is God now entered in position number three? After Shimon. We'll return to that question very soon, but let's see who's going to be next. Now we go to the tribe of Yehuda, their total numbers 74,600. Notice how the tribe of Yehuda is very big, larger than any other tribe we've seen so far, way over the median of 50,000. This should not surprise us because Yehuda was a leadership tribe. They were known for their military strength as well. But why is it that Yehuda follows the tribe of God? Doesn't make any sense at all. Let's see the next tribe. The tribe now of Yisachar, how they were counted according to their households. The total for the tribe of Yisachar was 54,000 and 400. Again, within the median. And finally, Livnei Zvulun, Todotam la Mishpuchatam la Beit the tribe of Zvulun, according to their families, they were counted, Bemispar Shemot, Bibben Shana Vamala, Ko Yitzay Tzavah, Pkudahem la Mathei Zvulun, Shiva Vachamishim Elif 57,000 and 400. Beginning with Pasuk La Livnei Yosef, from the children of Yosef, and then we go to Livnei Efraim, Todotam la Mishpuchatam la Beit Avotam, Shana Shemot, Bibben Aslim Shana with him the matay Ephraim Arba'im Elef the tribe of Ephraim forty thousand and five hundred, and then b'nei Menashe total Tam the mishpach Tam the Beit the Shemot b'nei Asim Shana Vamala. Because it says Zava, with him the matay Menashe Shnayim Elef Matay. Menashe has thirty-two thousand. Why is it that the two tribes of Yosef are smaller than the others? Again, Ephraim forty thousand and Menashe only thirty-two thousand. That again should not surprise us because Yosef is the same generation as Yehuda. His two children, Ephraim and Menasheh, that become two tribes, is already the second generation. If I total Ephraim and Menasheh together, I get 72,700, which is pretty much the same size as Yehuda. So again, these numbers make sense as well. Livnei Binyamin, the next tribe is Binyamin, the younger brother of Yosef, and hence he follows Ephraim and Menasheh. The total number from the tribe of Benjamin, 35,400. It's interesting why the tribe of Benjamin is relatively small, considering the Benjamin had some 10 children, as recorded in Parshad Vaichi. Nonetheless, their numbers remain relatively small. Notice now that we finished all the children of Rachel, Yosef, Ephraim, and Menashe, together with Benjamin. And now we're going to find the last three tribes. We're going to begin with the maidservant of Rachel, the children of Bilha, The children of Dan, the oldest of the maidservant's children. 62,700 relative to the other tribes, Dan is rather large. This is rather surprising to find here Asher, because after Dan we would expect to find his brother Naphtali, but instead we find Asher, the son of Zippah, the maidservant of Leah. Their total is 41,500, a little below average. And finally, the last shevet is Naphtali, the brother of Dan. The total numbers of Naphtali were fifty-three thousand four hundred, pretty much right on the average. Elap this was the total numbers of the census, as shepakad that was taken by Moshe and Aaron and the leaders of Israel. Shnei masar ish, these 12 leaders, ishachal levet avotav each leader from the respective tribes, vayu kol b'nei Yisrael levet the total number of all these tribes together, when you tally up all these numbers, mi benesim shana v'mala, ko yutzei tzaba from age 20 and up, those who go to war, vayu kol hapkudim, sheishmot elef u'shoshet alafim, the total number was 603,000, v'chameshmot v'chamishim in five hundred and fifty the Levites, according to their families, Notice how the tribe of Levi is missing. They were not counted because they have a different job. Instead of going to war, their job will be to guard the Mishkan and work as God's servants in the Mishkan and to teach the Torah. So let's go back now and try to understand the order of the Shvatim. The order is almost the same as we found in yesterday's Aliyah, with one primary difference. Even though I would expect to find all the children of Leat together in the beginning, I'm missing Levi, but that makes sense because Levi wasn't counted. But in the spot of Levi, I brought in God. Again, review what we saw before. We begin with Ruven, Shimon, then God, instead of Levi, and then Yehuda, Yissachar, and Zvulun. Why do we take God from the children of the maidservants and insert him in place of Levi? The answer for that we're going to see as we continue our study of Parashat Bamidbar in the next Taliya, because we're going to organize the camp in military formation into four different military brigades, each brigade, each Hativa is going to have three tribes. Now we have a very easy explanation for what happened. I need to divide the tribes into four groups of three. I have four different leaders. The logical way to divide them up would be Ruvein, Shimon and Levi, one group, Yudai Yisachar, Vulun, group number two, Ephraim and Asheh, and Binyamin, group number three. And group number four, though, we have a problem because we have one tribe too many. We have Dan Naftali and Gad and Asher. I have one tribe too many with the B'nai Fahot, But because Levi got upgraded and he was given the job to work in the Mishkan, I'm missing a tribe with Ruvain and Shimon. What did they do? They took one of the extra tribes from the B'nai Hashfuchot and upgraded him to the brigade of the flag of Ruvain, together with Ruvain and Shimon. Which tribe do we take? We're not going to take Dan because Dan is the leader. We're not going to take Naphtali because Dan and Naphtali are brothers. That leaves us Gad and Asher because God is the older son of Zilpah and I guess it's a bit of an upgrade to go to the Bnei Imahot, to go to the children of Le'ah. Therefore, the tribe of God is taken from the Bnei Shepachot and moved up into the family of Le'ah and becomes the third tribe under the flag of Reuven. That explains the order now that we see in this Aliyah that we just read, Ruvein Shimon, we insert God instead of Levi. And then we continue in the regular order, Yudai sachar and Zvulun, which will be the next brigade. Then we have B'nei Rachel, Ephraim and Asher, and Binyamin. And now, with Dan, we have Dan and Naphtali, together with Asher, the leftover son, from B'nei Zopa. You would think that Asher would be last, but for some reason, we always put Naphtali at the end. It could be, that even though Asher should be last here and Dan and Naftali should be together, because Asher is all alone here, his brother was taken and moved up, maybe so Asher should not feel so bad, we don't put him at the end of the list, we save Naftali for the end of the list and put Asher in between. And that can explain what happened in yesterday's Aliyah, why we took Asher who should have been at the end of the list when we pointed the leaders of each of the tribes and we moved Asher instead of the end of the list, we put him right after Dan, only to be followed by his older brother God, and then Naphtali, as we saw in Psukim Yudbet Yudgimu Yedalid in the first Aliyah. To conclude today's Aliyah, let's return now to Pasik Memchet, verse 48. By Daber Adonai Moshe Lemor, God spoke to Moshe saying, Even though you counted all the people, you cannot count together with them the tribe of Levi. that Rosham Lotisa don't lift up their heads together with the census of the nation of Israel, do not include the tribe of Levi. Why? Instead, they have a different job. Notice again the word p'kuda, lifkod. you appoint them and charge them with a different detail. Their job is to take care of the mishkan that is going to house the luchot eidut that Moshe Rabbeinu receives in Har Sinai and all the vessels of the mishkan and everything. They comes with the Mishkan that Hema Mishkan, that Kokelav, they're going to carry all the materials of the Mishkan and all the vessels in the proper manner, as we'll see detailed later on in Sefer Bamidbar. The Hema they will serve the Mishkan. The Saviv Mishkan their job will be to encamp around the Mishkan. Around all four sides of the Mishkan we will find encamped the tribe of Levi, protecting the Mishkan from the other tribes. The details of this we'll see when we study chapter 3. Pasach non mishkan When it would be time to travel and move the Mishkan, it has to be unassembled, the Levim will take it apart and take it down. And when it comes to set up camp in the new campsite as it would travel, the Levim will be in charge of assembling it. Any non-Levite, any stranger, someone not from the tribe of Levi, if he comes close to that work, he has to be put to death. In other words, this job of carrying the Mishkan and assembling it is exclusive to the tribe of Levi. The B'nei Israel, now that the Mishkan will be at the center, the nation of Israel must camp. Ish al machaneh v'ish diglo each of the tribes will camp pointing to the flag of his camp. V'alavim y'chanu vidla Mishkan haidut, inside and at the center of these 12 tribes, will be the camp of Levi, around the Mishkan. This will protect the people of Israel from God's anger. The job of the Levites will be to watch the guard of the Mishkan to make sure that people are not worthy, to make sure they do not enter. As Rambam points out in his introduction to Sefer Bamidbar, this job of the Levine, protecting the Mishkan from outsiders who are not allowed to come that close, is strikingly parallel to what we find in Mount Sinai, that even though the nation is gathered in a camps around the mountain, they're not allowed to go up the mountain, as God warns them, do not get too close to the mountain, and anyone ascending the mountain in Mount Sinai. God commands Moshe, that they need to be put to death as well, as we read in chapter 19 in Sefer Shemot. This commandment is very parallel, because the Mishkan is going to replace Mount Sinai, again, the theme that Ramban returns to over and over again. Pasek Nandaled, Khol Asher Et Moshe Kenasu. Bnei Israel did just as God had commanded Moshe. That's exactly what they did. We're returning to the theme we saw in Parsha that when we build the Mishkan and now we camp around the Mishkan, Am Yisrael meticulously did exactly as God commanded. That is what God was trying to train them to follow God in a meticulous manner, especially in anything that it has to do in regard to serving God in the Mishkan. That concludes Shani the second Aliyah. Tomorrow in Shlishi, we're going to return to the census and we're going to organize the camps according to the brigades, the hativot that we explained in today's aliyah.